Welcome back to the Milan Taco. I hope everyone is being safe during the third wave of COVID in South Africa. Just a quick recap if you haven't heard any of the previous servings. In the first serving, I covered basic budgeting rules to help you on your journey of wealth creation and preservation. In the second serving, I covered retirement and a checklist of things that you can consider a year before you enter retirement. Tax season is about to begin for individuals and this serving is going to cover everything you need to know about tax. As always, it is best to consult with a professional financial advisor before making any of these decisions. Tax is a topic that people often try and avoid for different reasons. It's sometimes so complex that many people don't feel equipped to have a proper conversation about tax. Fortunately, there are many articles online and those are from tax experts whose knowledge we can tap into to simplify some of these questions. This serving is a slightly shorter one as uh, the purpose is to help the majority of employed people that have simple structures and are just looking to do the right thing and hopefully receive some money back. After a quick chat with some of my colleagues, I think a question that can summarize most of our concerns is, we can't, afford, we can't avoid paying tax as long as we are earning an income, but how do we maximize our returns? Obviously, legally. And just before we get into it, I recall reading about tax in my schooling days, and specifically about tax avoidance and tax evasion. Remember, one is legal and the other is not, so let me just clear that up. Tax avoidance is generally the legal exploitation of the tax regime to one's own advantage. And this is an attempt to reduce the amount of tax that is payable by means that are within the law whilst making full disclosure of the material information to the tax authorities. So examples of these involve using tax deductions, changing one's business structure through incorporation or establishing an offshore company in a tax haven. By contrast, tax evasion is the general term for efforts by individuals, firms, trusts, and other entities to evade payments of taxes by illegal means. So this usually entails taxpayers deliberately misrepresenting or concealing the true state of their affairs to the tax authorities to reduce their tax liability, and includes in particular dishonest tax reporting such as under-declaring income, profits or gains, or overstating their deductions. Tax avoidance may be considered as either the moral dodging of one's duties to society, part of a strategy of not supporting violent government activities, or perhaps just the right of every citizen to find all the legal ways to avoid paying too much of tax. Tax evasion, on the other hand, is a crime in almost all countries and subjects the guilty party to fines and even imprisonment. Switzerland is a notable exception. Tax fraud, like forging documents, for example, is considered a crime in Switzerland. Tax evasion, like under-declaring assets, is not. Now that that's cleared up, this serving will cover some success tips to maximize the reality of tax and not tax evasion. So let's start with the basics. SARS rolled out an auto-assessment tool in response to the pandemic. And this means you'll be automatically assessed based on data that SARS receives from employers, financial institutions, medical schemes, retirement annuity fund administrators, and third-party data providers. So if you receive an SMS with an auto-assessment, 
you will need to verify that your information is correctly stated per your IT3B and your tax certificates. Remember that here again, underdeclaring or overinflating income could be considered a criminal offense if it was done intentionally. Don't forget to report money earned outside of your job, which is also taxable. SARS can sometimes pick up that if you don't report it, it can be deemed fraud and you don't want to play games with the revenue authority. So after receiving your SMS, you can then accept the assessment or edit the outcome of the auto filing. Now that you're ready to submit your returns, be sure to check your emails for documents like your IRP5, IT3A, medical aid tax certificates, IT3B, IT3C, and any other retirement annuity certificates. It's important to keep these supporting documents safe and handy for when you may need them to submit your income tax return. The SARS e-filing website does have a wizard to take you through each section if uh, you were not auto-assessed or opted to edit your auto-assessment. After completing your return, a notice will be issued to you and if you're luckily receiving money, SARS will pay you into your account that you have captured on their records within about three working days. And if you have already been submitting your returns for years, you probably know this entire process by now. And, and that's great. And you're here for this part on how can you actually maximize your returns. As a start, utilize the available tax incentives. And there are many products that are supported by the receiver of revenue that have been created to help you maximize your returns without paying too much of tax. These include retirement annuities and tax-free savings accounts. So utilize them to pay less on tax. For me, the most important part is to understand these products to realize the full benefit. So here's some more info. A tax-free investment plan allows you to invest up to a certain amount a year to a maximum level tax-free. Currently, you're allowed to invest up to 36,000 Rand a year. That's 3,000 Rand a month, limited to 500,000 Rand over your lifetime. The critical advantage of a tax-free savings account is that your growth or your earnings on the initial investment are exempt from tax on withdrawal. You're able to reinvest or capitalize your returns so they don't count towards your annual or your lifetime contribution limit. For example, you invest 33,000 Rand for the year and receive a return on your investment of 5,000 Rand that you reinvest. And your total amount in your account will then be 38,000 Rand. Yet you'll still be able to invest your full 33,000 Rand the following year as the 5,000 Rand reinvestment does not count towards your annual or your lifetime limit. These limits are obviously adjusted with the government from time to time, so do check in with your financial advisor. These include all types of tax-free accounts, the savings accounts and the tax-free share accounts that you can get as well. So saving through a retirement annuity, I think a lot of people have heard about retirement annuities but haven't actually invested in them. This allows you to receive money back annually from SARS if you have saved a portion of your salary for retirement. Depending on how much you saved, you can receive up to 350,000 Rand back as a tax deduction as a way to encourage you to save for retirement. Money that you put into a retirement annuity is deducted from your taxable income. So for example, if you earn 500,000 Rand a year and you contribute 50,000 Rand to an RA during the year, you're only taxed on 450,000 Rand. 
Now this is an illustration of the principle only, and in reality your own tax calculations will probably include other tax deductions. I just want to add to that there are limits. A maximum of 27.5% of your remuneration or taxable income, whichever is higher, and no more than 350,000 rand is tax deductible in a tax year. So you can contribute more to your RA, but after you've reached these limits, your contributions are rolled forward and automatically deducted in future years. Also, the limit applies to all your retirement savings combined, and these include your RAs, pension funds, and provident funds. So if you've contributed the maximum of 350,000 Rand in total, and 150,000 Rand went to a pension fund at work, only 200,000 of the RA contributions would be deductible. There's a quote that says, there are two certainties in life, death and taxes. We can't do anything about death, but we certainly can make sure that we never pay too much tax. Contribute as much as you can. The more you save, the less tax you pay. So let's put that sentence into an example. Let's say you earn 500,000 Rand a year. If you contributed 10% of that, 50,000 Rand that is, to your RA, then at the current income tax rates, you'd qualify for a refund of about 18,000 Rand. That's a pretty decent bonus. And effectively, your 50,000 Rand contribution only cost you 32,000 Rand. If you contribute 75,000 Rand instead of 50,000 Rand, so that's 15% instead of 10%, your tax refund increases to 27,000 Rand. But here's how you start maximizing, by reinvesting your refund. So what if you put that 18,000 Rand refund from the example back into your RA the next year? Add that to the 50,000 Rand that you'll probably continue contributing and you've suddenly contributed 68,000 Rand. Now your tax refund is going to be 24,480 Rand. Reinvest that the following year and your refund will be 26,813 Rand. At the same time, you're contributing more to your RA and those savings will grow and compound over time, massively boosting your income when you retire. Another way that some tend to forget is to add what you can by the end of the tax year. So the tax year ends at the end of Feb. And if you have a lump sum of money available around that time or before that time to top up your RA, then do so before the end of the tax year. You can increase your tax benefits for that year, and some people are able to make several lump sum contributions in the months leading up to the end of the tax year. Others choose to, to do it differently. Maybe you can't save up a lump sum and you prefer doing monthly contributions increase your monthly contributions. Ideally, you want to do this through a debit order. That way, your contribution is automatic and you will not be tempted to spend the money. People also say they find it easier to live on what's left after they saved rather than what's left after they've lived, which, let's be honest, is usually nothing. Another way you can maximize on your returns is to donate to a SARS-registered charity, a public benefit organization, or PBO, which is a non-profit organization, has a special approval by SARS to not pay any tax in South Africa on the donations it receives. The organization is most likely involved with charitable work, 
And this could be in many sectors like healthcare, education, poverty alleviation, housing, environmental, and so on. So your contributions to registered PBOs are tax deductible up to a limit of 10% of your taxable income. So any donations that you've done exceeding this limit are carried forward and you can claim as a deduction in the following tax year. So to claim these tax deductions in your ITR 12, you must obtain what's called a S18A tax certificate from the PBO. Still on employed individuals and ways on how you can maximize your tax returns is to keep a logbook if you receive a travel allowance. Now this might not be applicable to a lot of people, especially since the pandemic, which has created remote working as an option for many. But if this is still applicable to you, then a travel allowance is a taxable fringe benefit, which means it will be included in your taxable income and you will be taxed on it. In most cases, 80% of travel allowance is included for tax purposes. The assumption is that you drive 80% for personal and 20% for business. If, however, you keep a logbook for record of your business mileage, you can claim a travel deduction against it, which would reduce your tax owed to SARS. Remember, you can only claim a travel deduction if your travel allowance appears next to the source codes 3701 or 3702 on your IRP5. So there are a few other ways to maximize your returns. However, not all are applicable to employed individuals. And these include things like claiming commission-related expenses and business travel if you're a commission earner and claiming your daily costs if you receive other allowances. So I won't be going into those, but to end off, I do recommend viewing the blogs on the Textum website, and that's textum.com, and click on the blog section because here you can find the latest blogs about tax, such as what reasons you'd still need to file your tax return, even if you earn less than the SARS criteria of 500,000 rand a year. Uh, you could also learn about the SARS auto assessments and more complex topics, such as the effects of capital gains tax. So this is an interactive podcast, and I would like to hear your thoughts on ways you could maximize your returns from SARS. Feel free to comment if you're on Podbean or send me a tweet at J-U-S-T-M-E-L-A-N. Thank you so much for listening to The Meal and Taco. Be sure to subscribe, leave a rating on Apple Podcasts and share this with your close ones. I really appreciate every one of you that had shared the other servings. This podcast was in the top 20 in South Africa and Mozambique for a few days and I'm sure we will get there again. Cheers.